This is the second episode in our mini-series about the Japanese particles wa and ga. In the last episode, we talked about particles in general, and then wa and ga more specifically, and answered a question from a listener. In this episode, we'll be answering some more of those questions. Welcome to the Tahoga podcast. My name is Kanae. And my name is Jenny. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> Good question. So today <laughs> we're going to continue what we started. And we're going to keep talking about wa and ga. Mm. And we're going to answer or try and answer some more questions from listeners about okay. the subject particle ga and the topic mm. particle wa. Wa. Okay. So should we do this? Jump into the it. questions? Okay. So the first question we've got is quite a long one. It's mm-hmm. by a listener called Fayore. Yeah, I hope I've said that right. Yeah, thank you, Fayore. <laughs> um, and it goes like this. So honestly, I just need a refresher on it. One thing I learned recently is that if you use what, it can establish the subject for numerous follow-up sentences I think Mm. but I might be remembering wrong love the work you will do on the podcast it's super entertaining oh thank you the question here is whether work and establish um Fiore said the subject but as we talked about Mm. in the last episode it's true in English we talk about a subject and a topic interchangeably but in Mm. grammatical terms was not the subject it's the topic Mm. I I guess it can yeah, right. So you can establish the topic if you use the correct grammar term. Um, right. If we're getting our grammar hats on, then what uh-huh. establishes the, the topic? Topic. And the answer is yes. The short answer is yes. Right. <laughs> That's absolutely right. It can mm. establish the topic, which will then continue to be the topic for, it can be for a long time. It can even be for, I read a paper saying that the topic can be established for even a whole chapter or i can see that Mm. yeah does that make sense from your point yeah i guess Mm -hmm. because you don't really say like repeatedly say well right uh, if you start like um blah 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 then you would assume the next one like what you're talking about is still watashi Mm, right yeah and so if you say what at the beginning it it probably mean that that topic will continue until you use what again to change Mm, i see does Um, this like apply to other particles too that's a good question because in japanese you can leave out so much Mm -hmm. um repetition's kind of avoided isn't it as much as possible it is yeah yeah Mm. yeah so yeah, so my guess... example, sorry, my mm-hmm. example was yeah. like um, using ga, for example, mm-hmm. you can say mm-hmm. de, um, Like I like sushi and then I want to eat it every day. Um, right. You're still talking about sushi in the next sentence and it's obvious mm-hmm. um, right. in the given yep. context that started yeah. with ga. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
So in that sense, yeah, ga could also carry over into the next sentence because in Japanese, you're always trying to leave out mm. the ne- unnecessary information. Right. And I guess, could it also work with other particles as well? Like mm. if you said sushi, I'm trying to, I don't, I don't have a yeah, wait a prepared minute. example, but like sushi mm. or tabemasu. Sushi or tabemasu, ashita mo tabemasu or something like that. Yeah, like, uh-huh. Then we I still know sushi. that it's the sushi. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And I'm gonna, so, I wanna, I'm gonna eat it again tomorrow. Mm, for mm. example. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I guess from a linguistic point of view, people mm. talk about wa um, being the one that establishes it for the longest amount of time. But it's something that technically is also possible for other particles because there's this tendency to. Just leave mm. out the topic right. or the subject or the object if it's redundant. It's the same in English too. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about a cat, even though it is like, uh, it showed up, like it was brought, huh? if it was introduced as an object or subject or topic or whatever, uh, uh-huh. it carries on as it. Or she or he. Uh, mm, totally, that's a good equivalent. Mm. Yeah, so um, the difference in English is that we'd use pronouns, though, right? Whereas in Japanese, um, it right. would be what we've talked about in another episode. Omission. So zero mm. pronouns, right? Zero so pronouns, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which linguists call zero pronouns. Um, but that's true. Most languages try and avoid repetition mm. um, and redundancy. Uh, and mm. so... We do it in English with pronouns, and in Japanese, we do it simply by leaving the whole thing out. Right. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. So, mm. yeah, you said you needed, you badly needed a refresher on it, but Fayore, wait, Fayore uh, <laughs> has a good understanding, I think. Mm. I think so too. Already. Mm. Hopefully, it helped you. I don't know. Yeah. And um, if you want more of a refresher, well, listen to our previous episode and also mm. take a look at the grammar articles That's true. And, the, and the article as well, the grammar pages and the article as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, should we move on to the next question then? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Should I, do you should read, I read it? One? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this one's from James O'Neill. O'ne- O'Neill? I think, I think it's O'Neill. Yeah. O'Neill, James O'Neill. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, James. Um, uh, the question is, how did wa come to be read as wa? But like wa, the first wa as in ha, because mm-hmm. this particle wa is written as ha in hiragana. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's something we haven't mentioned yet. So thanks right. for the question. James mm. um the fact that yeah um it's the only thing in Japanese that's written mm. as ha but it's actually pronounced wa what mm. mm-hmm. um and the the reason for this is actually kind of the opposite of the question that James asked because it's not that the the hiragana mm. ha came to be read as wa right it's actually right. kind of the other way around mm. because ha used to be read as wa in mm. old Japanese um, from about the 9th century, apparently. Yeah, and that's so, a long time ago. <laughs> that's a really long time ago. Mm. <laughs> so ha was read as wa in most situations 
mm. from the ninth century. And a random tidbit, it was, it was actually read as fa or pa, apparently, <laughs> right. before that. <laughs> but that's, that's going funny. back before the ninth century. So I guess we don't need to worry too much about but that. But <laughs> this is kind of funny, though, because like, if it was the case, then haha, as in like mother, was papa. Uh-huh. Which oh, yeah. today, How confusing. yeah, means dad. <laughs> right. That's super confusing. <laughs> yeah. Papa or papa. <laughs> that's true (laughs) and so like as with a lot of sounds it gradually changed over the years as you can see it went from fa or pa to (laughs) wa um and then gradually it started to change and a lot of instances it was read as ha right and then in post-war japan there was a kind of a spelling reform um to make it simpler where people decided right we're going to spell this the way it sounds but the only thing they didn't reform was the particle. So everything else, they decided that they would replace the ha hiragana mm. with wa, the wa hiragana, if it was pronounced right. wa. Mm-hmm. But they decided they would leave the the particle as it was. So that, that's yeah. how come we have two different ways of mm. reading the hiragana ha. Maybe that's same for, what is it, o? Like the particle mm. wall. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hard <laughs> it's to like, explain on the this podcast. It's like super well on podcast, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, sorry about this. What? <laughs> it's true. So uh, the other one, the one that goes mm. together with wa, the hiragana wa and wo together. Um, most people don't say wo anymore, do they? Yeah. But so that's why it's because all sounds change over time and this case actually it changed um the original pronunciation is wa and yeah um, but it was written as ha Mm. and we decided to keep that but change it for all the other instances of ha this is kind of smart move though that they kind of didn't change about particles because because i don't know particles are different like it has to kind of stand out yeah, I agree. I um, think it's helpful once you get used mm, to it that yeah. it's written differently. Um, right. It makes it stand out more, I agree. And mm-hmm. there's also a particle, wa, isn't there? Um, like a, a sentence ending particle. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which is kind of a slightly um, feminine, feminine way of ending a sentence, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, ee, wa, ne, kind of thing. Uh-huh. And so if they'd made both that and the topic particle with mm. the hiragana wa, it would have been confusing. That's true. Yeah, I'm really glad that they kept the yeah ha good, good job spelling reformers. <laughs> yeah, good after job. After the war, <laughs> I like that decision. Though yeah, I can see were... it being kind of confusing for like beginners of Japanese definitely. learners. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But at least with a lot of things, I think in Japanese it's kind of confusing, but also very regular. So mm. at least every single time you see the particle, it'll be pronounced as wa. And every other time, it'll always be pronounced as ha. Ha. Except, mm. I guess, in in some words where it is really originally a particle, like konbanwa mm. or konnichiwa. Oh, I see. Konnichiwa. That's true. I see Japanese speakers messing up these days a lot. Like, konnichiwa as like, it needs to be ha, but then they use wa. Yeah. I think I've seen that too. Maybe, maybe eventually, yeah, mm-hmm. mm. yeah, maybe they will because 
I guess originally it was a particle, wasn't it? Because you were saying, mm-hmm. konnichiwa, it's like, as for today. As for today. <laughs> <laughs> but because now it's its own set word and we don't think of it as a particle, mm. um, it probably would make sense eventually to change it. To yeah. Au revoir. Mm. Maybe they will. Watch this space. We've just predicted the next spelling. Yeah. <laughs> I think we gave uh, James a good answer about this one. Yeah, it was pretty thorough, right? Yeah, I think I, so. I hope, I hope that makes sense, James. Yeah, I hope you're happy about this, James. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too. Okay, the next question. <laughs> yeah, next question. Ah, this one's the hardest one, I think. So the okay. next question is, mm. um, so it's, oh, and the name is hard, too. It's from, I don't know how to pronounce this name, so apologies. It's Shuila Blaze, I think. Trailer, so, thank you. Um, thank you very they much. They got a good, cool uh, accent from, like, Scandinavian languages? Oh, yeah, the umlaut. Yeah, it's What's in that? German. Oh, it's, it's called, in German. In German, okay. it's called an umlaut. In okay. Scandinavian languages, I don't know what it's mm. called. Oh, but, damn yeah, it. I a took cool a accent. semester of Germ- German and I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you in started looking like a German <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I don't know it doesn't look German with that eye in it you'll have to let us know where you come from we don't know this name yeah please <laughs> leave us cool an item review to let us know yeah. yeah let us know the origins of your name above yeah all. don't tweet us <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so the question is um, are there any resources that simply list the grammatical contexts where you use each so where you use what anger with mm. example sentences so this is a really good question and also a tricky one um Wait, so whether there are any resources that simply this the grammar con grammatical context where you mm-hmm. use each oh i see that'd be a good mm-hmm. resource isn't it <laughs> it would i think so um mm. but i guess it's hard because mm. perhaps yeah perhaps the best way to do it would be to have the situations where you use wa, the situations when you use ga, and then the mm. longest list would be the ones where you could use both, right? <laughs> Ooh, um, that's true. But I guess like this resource would be like explaining all the nuanced differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We should <laughs> do that. Because as far as I know, um, mm. as far as I know, we haven't come across a completely extensive list. Um, mm. Yeah, I, and... I've never seen anything like that either. Uh-huh. We review for Japanese learning resources series for Tofuku.com as well, but mm-hmm. I never yeah. come across anything like this. Right. Okay. Hmm. There are some linguistics papers and linguistics books that mm. list them out. Um, mm. But they're, yeah, it's not really a resource, like a learner's resource. Mm. Um, yeah, that's something we should look into making, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess um, the Wangar pages on Tofugu Grammar, mm, I don't know if they count. There's not really a list. I don't know if they count or the article, but they do give mm. some situations and there's lots of examples. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the Dictionary of Basic Japanese Grammar, mm-hmm. um, which has a list of, I think, about five uses with examples. So that could mm. be a good place to start. So the Dictionary of Basic Japanese Grammar. That's the mm. yellow one. <laughs> I see. Um, that, that's a good one. So as yeah, far um, as we know, there's not an exhaustive 
list and it would be kind of hard to create probably um, mm. because of all the difference of nuance and um, maybe i don't want to guarantee <laughs> so i'm gonna be just wishy-washy but um maybe we'll make a <laughs> giveaway content or something oh yeah that's a good idea or an article i don't know mm. that sounds like a fun project to me mm -hmm. it's mm. true Okay, so that was the last question. Uh, so I guess for listeners, if you like our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. And mm -hmm. if you're lucky or if you're nice to us, we might give you a shout out in a future episode. Mm -hmm. And we got a sure. review. Um, I'm going to read this one. Yeah, this review is awesome. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, this one is actually from Japan uh, iTunes. Mm -hmm. And this is a four-star review from Johnny555. Uh, the title goes, <laughs> So that translates. So this is all in Japanese. So I'm going to read in Japanese mm -hmm. and then um, a translation. To it. That's great. Um, yeah, the title is, I guess, when will the next ASMR be? <laughs> kind of punchy. So, Johnny goes, Kanari podcast desu. So, that means this podcast is pretty good. Nihonjin dakedo kitemasu. I am Japanese, but I've been listening to it. Nihonjin no tachiba de kitemo. <laughs> There's not much you can learn from a Japanese person's perspective. Um, <laughs> That's, That's nice. nice. I mean, that means they're just listening to it for entertainment purposes, I guess. So thank you. Is That's... it that fun? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to take it that way. Or they're yeah. just really, really bored. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Are you bored? <laughs> <laughs> あ、え、日本語学習に関する<笑> this one's long, but it says um it makes me feel like oh, okay, here in Japanese people and foreigners talking about this and that around complicated topics about Japanese learning. <laughs> え、オッケー、ですイズカンドランナー、バディスコーズ。カナエさんはAMSRはもうやってくれないのでしょうか。ウィオカナエさんビドゥイングエニモーアーエスエムアル。エムエスエムアルサイキケレバホシゴンにする
Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, no, it doesn't make sense to me, but it sounds right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, autonomous. I've just looked it up. Autonomous sensory meridian response. That's totally what you said. Um, mm. Yeah, it's where people do kind of repetitive noises or actions, right? And it's right. watch it to to relax, I guess. Mm. <laughs> So I don't um, have a recollection of doing this on the podcast, but maybe I did. Well, I'll think about it. Maybe it'd be cool to do something like, I don't know, maybe we'll make a YouTube channel <laughs> where we do like ASMR <laughs> based on Japanese onomatopoeia or something. That sounds like a great idea. We're coming up with Does so it? many good ideas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that what an sounds inspiring like a- episode it's seriously <laughs> thank you everyone for these thank really you. good ideas <laughs> i think that would be a really good way to learn on the method yeah you think so and yeah and i think after one girl that's my other nemesis <laughs> <laughs> so um i would listen to that for sure yeah mm. and i wanted to pick this uh review because it's got two right. words Yes, uh, this this kind of very quirky sentence is um, a really good example mm. of um, kind of an unusual or you might think an unusual use of wa, but it's actually not in real life that unusual. Do you want to repeat the sentence again in uh, okay. Japanese? So that one was um, the one used wa was kanae-san wa ASMR wa mou yatte kurenai no deshou ka? So mm-hmm. what can ISM be doing anymore? ASMR. So we've got two words in this sentence. Um, and it's not a contrast. I think we saw an example in the last episode. Was it aka wine? Aka wine. Wine wa. Oh, yes. Shiro wine wa. So that's a contrast. But here we've got two words, but it's not a contrast um, right. between the two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what's it doing? <laughs> so um, I think the first one, Kanae-san wa, is like the introduction of the topic. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Because uh, Johnny was talking about other things, like the how they listen to the podcast and how they enjoy. Right. Exactly. The podcast. <laughs> Despite learning nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and then they're sort of shifting the topic onto onto Kanae-san, onto mm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of out of and the blue. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess it was kind of good for doing that when you mm-hmm. want to say something that's, yeah, completely out of the blue. Yeah. So Kanae-san, wa, and then ASMR, wa. So there's another wa on there. And mm. I wonder if some listeners, if you're listening very carefully, um, might have been thinking, but surely the ASMR is the object. Because we're asking about Kanaya-san doing ASMR. Right. So in, from a grammatical perspective, it's receiving the action, right? So it should be the object. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. The standard the way of saying this would be like, Kanaya-san wa ASMR o mo Right. That would be if kind it of a was an object. Way. Right. I mean, it's still an object, right? It's still mm-hmm. an object, but um, we're marking it with what as the topic um because it creates kind of a different nuance to just what right or is right. kind of the flat way of saying it the flat grammatical standard textbook way mm-hmm. but when you turn it into the topic and you say what um you're creating that sense like we talked about in the last episode about there being a spotlight 
on right. ASMR. And so there are probably some other things outside the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of implying that Kanaya Sound does loads of other stuff. She does podcasts and a load of other things. But we're asking whether she could also do ASMR as a sort of right. extra. So right? why is Adenda like also do the MR, ASMR kind right. of? Mm, yeah, kind of alongside all of those mm. other things you're already doing. Right. What about doing this? Mm-hmm. I yeah. wonder what's the difference then? ASMR mo. Kanai-san wa ASMR mo yatte kurenai no desu ka? If you said that, I think like I'm not doing some other things either. And on top of the things I'm not doing, she's not doing this either kind of thing. Ah, yeah. And so probably what sounds kind of more polite, right? It's giving the implication yeah. that you're already doing a bunch of stuff. Would mm-hmm. you consider also doing this? Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's the intention, but it's interesting. And Johnny555 uh, five, 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 Sam probably didn't expect us to use their <laughs> <laughs> comment as an example. Or yes. like. I hope you don't mind, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't mind, but... Mm. <laughs> I think that there's the implication for sure, like mm-hmm. about other things, the okay. ASML. Mm, mm-hmm. Like I'm hosting, like Kana is hosting or yeah. Kana is doing other stuff around the podcast or maybe like outside the podcast, like I right. write articles or stuff like that. And have Kana you also considered about putting the spotlight on ASML? ASML. <laughs> yeah, I'll <laughs> consider it. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to hold mm-hmm. you to that. <laughs> yeah, we right. need the five star from Johnny. <laughs> okay, so... Okay. Mm. So I think we can leave it there for today. And then um, in the next episode, we're going to look a bit more at Ga. Ga. Um, okay. And answer some more questions from listeners. So um, Stay let's... tuned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> tune back in for the next one. Bye. Bye, everyone.